You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork, the most special episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Razzy Von Dazzy, all hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm feeling great. I am super. So I've seen you wear this sport coat before. You look like a shiny new penny, by the way. Look at this. Um, I've seen you wear that thing before. It, It gives me like Peter Parker vibes. Yeah. And I love it. I'm very jealous of it. You even get the pocket square and everything. I missed out on the pocket square. Yeah, yeah. I thought I'd really yeah. class it up the place a little bit. So yeah. uh, here, here we are now. Normally, a, a topic du jour that we do at the beginning of the year, sort mm-hmm. of recap in the year. But we said, you know what? Let's give the people what they want. Let's close out. Actually, we have one more episode, but let's almost close out 2022 with a bang. Uh, always one of the best episodes we've done. This is the sixth annual hashtag Dork Awards. The Dorkies, right? I'm very excited. Bing, about bang, that. boom. Bing, bang, boom. Now, not to go negative, because this is a positive day. This is a, a very exciting day for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. I do want to just quickly mention for the future of the Hashtag Dork podcast. Oh, there, yes. Yes. There will, I got I to gotta address this. So there will be one. Uh, but unfortunately, the Gresham Keefe program has been canceled. Fucking cowards. Oh, not yeah. my choice, but it has been canceled. I've been move to the night program and as you can imagine that it's when the hashtag door podcast records so we have to figure something out uh maybe sunday night maybe i have two ideas two ideas let's hear it one of them you just said and the other one (laughs) is not actually my idea but a friend of the program and our least attractive listener lucy burge okay came up with an idea what's your idea friday night nine to ten on air. I bring it. How about this? Safe Harbor. Safe Harbor. Right. No one's listening Friday nights. Why not both? <laughs> it just got me taken to sip of my beverage. Why By the way, it's a very special occasion, too. Why not both? Why not both? Better than fireballs, you pussy. So yeah, keep it keep it cocked and locked to at Dork Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. We'll keep you posted. We'll work the kinks out. I think during football season, which is almost over, there is a national show that runs from 9 to 10 anyway on Friday. And yeah. then, obviously, once the Red Sox start, there's all kinds of uh, baseball activity that kind of clogs up some of the night show. So we'll figure that out, but we'll definitely get you on the air. You'll be on WEEI, but we'll also keep doing this so we can do the YouTube stream as well. So those will be two separate things. Well, Although I figured I- if, if we're on, the, who's running the Twitch at yeah, that right. point? You know what I mean? So. Yes, we have a lot to work out. So we actually we have, have a lot to work and answers for you. Uh, I do appreciate a lot of people reaching out 
uh, whether it was email, DM, Twitter, whatever, uh, saying, you know, it sucks what's going on. And it yeah, does. and this is the last I'll say about it because I know it's a sore subject and I know it's yeah. not something we want to talk about, but no. people were reaching out to me. Thank you for everyone who reached out to me <laughs> and asked me to do something. Like, I, I got I got nothing for you, man. I, they, they don't even know who I am. So, unfortunately. Well, the words that just kept ringing through my head the last couple of weeks were... You're going to have problems, just like everything else. But stay positive and stay strong. So, I'm doing the best I can on that front, right? Yeah. That's, that's that. So... Uh, the future TBD, but yeah, maybe Sunday night is a spot for our normal episode, and then look for Davey on the radio as well. So oh, yeah. that is that. We have a we have obviously so much to get to in the topic of jour, but let's quickly squeeze this in. This week in the yeah. uh, a couple of things we have to get to, including the Scream Six trailer scream six comes out in march and they also we weren't sure what the name of the movie was going to be because scream five was actually just titled scream and what they did rye you take a capital m and you find a way to put a v and an i in there so roman numerals it was right there in front of us the whole time scream six i don't care for it i kind of love it i kind of <laughs> love it so much i i'll tell you what one thing and you know me i'm the biggest scream fan going one thing I am not sold on, New York. I don't think they need to go to New York. It's Scream. It's Woodsboro. Keep it in Woodsboro. It's Woodsboro. Keep it in Wo Well, then there it begs. There's that suspension of disbelief whenever you get into a horror movie. But, like, how many mass murders in a small town can you actually have? Well, at least five at this at point. Least, well, that's enough. You know, I think that's enough. <laughs> that's plenty. Although they went to college for Scream 2. They were in college. For that. Then they went to Hollywood, right? It was like mm -hmm. Hollywood 3. They moved it around a little bit. Then four and five were back in Woodsboro. So, yeah, yeah, I guess there's that. But, uh, yeah, so that one comes out. Looking forward to that, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. A couple of DC news. And I, I, I saw James Gunn, who's now in charge of the whole thing, refer yeah. to it as the DCU. The, the DC, it's not the extended universe now. It's just the just the universe. I think DCEU got punted a while ago. I kept saying it, but I think it's now officially the DCU. Mm-hmm. Henry Cavill officially out. There was a lot of is he in? Is he out? What's he doing? They gotta they gotta uh, Photoshop a, a cookie duster out for what is for his reshoots and Justice mm -hmm. League and all this other shit. He was in Black Adam in that what is now clearly a nothing post credit scene because Henry Cavill is now getting out and they're gonna go younger for Superman. Okay. Um, do you think the Flash movie now is like critical? Like, do you think that that's going through like massive rewrites right now, like or reshoots? Like, do you think they have to like, because that's that motherfucker's still coming out? And what are they doing with Aquaman? And what are they doing with like all these movies that are supposed to be coming out? I don't know. And like a lot of them are already made. And so Shazam Two, Fury of the Gods, which apparently now this was a, according to a Twitter report, the uh, Rock turned down a cameo in Shazam Two. What the and fuck? I, well, I think I think he's out now too. Like he's no. got to be out now. He's going to be the next domino to go because I think he was really pushing for that Cavill cameo. He was. He and did. Yeah. Now the Cavill's out. He's like, well, fuck that. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I think he and I love the Rock. We all love the Rock. We grew up on the Rock for God's sake. Grew sakes. up on the Rock. Yeah. This guy, what a mess. He. Pumped up Black Adam for so long, was saying that like the hierarchy in the DC universe was going to change. Well, 
that's, that's true. not a lie. <laughs> he was not wrong. True. It's not the way we thought. You know? He promoted the piss out of that thing. And then yeah. now he's like crickets because like it didn't make the amount of money that it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. They're recasting everybody. There's no want for a Black Adam 2. He wasn't even the best character in his own movie. Like no. this, this was a disaster. It was an right. absolute disaster. But and I think he I don't think he was pleased with it. He would never say it, but he was not pleased with the way that it turned out. Um, yeah. the movie seemed really fucking weird. Yeah. Now that I've I've given myself time to get away from it and just thinking of the writing of that movie, it was just kind of a weird like yeah. it had like oh, three plot lines and none of them kind of went anywhere. It was uh <laughs> it was for sure weird. So yeah. yeah, that's the news. All right, we have so many things to hand out. We're gonna we're gonna so bypass the Davies video game minute because the very first award right out of the shoot has something to do with that. So Ryan, without further ado, the 2022 Dork Awards, aka the Dorkies, is the sixth time we've done this. So you can go back in the archives, the storied archives of the Dork Podcast, and find previous winners. We didn't add as spoiler. We didn't add as many. Uh, categories maybe we should have because we have so many that we've done so we're just we're bringing them back we're bringing them right back and let's have you start so this is basically how we do it for those of you new to the dorkies uh davy and i each nominate three and then if there's any overlap we go to like honorable mentions or whatever so there's six uh nominees for every category and then we're just going to talk it out right here and we're gonna we're gonna crown a winner right here if for some reason it's really, really split, or so say I have one and Davey has one, we both yep. kind of make a case for it, and then we usually just pick one. If it's really split, what we can also do, Rye, is now that we're doing it with the live chat, you can jump in the chat, maybe break the tie. Like the first handful of people to write whatever one can maybe break the tie. Ooh. How's that so sound? A, yeah, it sounds good. It's just like the should I have bought this? You know, it we is. need a tie it's break. A we, we give it to you, mm-hmm. dear listener. We throw people. it to you. So, Ryan, why don't you take it away with the first award of the night? And I will, I say this now, and I say this all the time. I hate the title of this award, and I wish it would change. However, the Mario Kart 64 award for the best video game of the year, and the nominees are Hmm. Cult of the Lamb, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Shurfu, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. Now, I could say a lot about all these games. These are all games that I've played. All games that I've played to, dare I say it, to completion. Come on. That I right? Wow. I have. I, I even finished Elden Ring. But um, when you're talking about the best video game of the year, I mean, I think there's one that you and I absolutely agree on because it's one that I think that you're um, you're currently playing. Yes. But, I mean, I, I do the Game Awards. Elden Ring is a beautiful, beautiful game. Now, but what when this is since this is my award and I get to give it, mm-hmm. it is the award. It is the game that I enjoyed the most. Okay, as as I played it, um, a lot of them out, there, and I feel like best narrative. I'm a I like narrative driven stories, uh, video games. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give this one to God of War. I have no uh, objection. It's the only game I've played out of this group, and I'm loving it. I'm like probably 11 hours in or so mm-hmm. so i know i still got a good chunk to go but i am uh I'm and loving- i will i will say right now that cult of the lamb sifu and stray or uh cult of the lamb sifu stray and tunic were four of the best like i i, I dare i don't want to call them indie games but the best indie games i've played in a really yeah. really long time uh-huh. um really cool games and elden ring is just fucking it's gorgeous but man yeah it's not fun 
So no, and that, listen, part of this should be fun. The video game it's should fun. be fun. It's fun. So, right. Officially, the officially before award winner is God of War Ragnarok. And I accept that award on behalf of everybody yeah. at Santa Monica Games, at Santa Monica Studios, yes. everybody involved with it. Well-deserved, well-earned. To answer the question in the chat, I am drinking a delicious six-seam by Idle Hands. And, by the way, it is a very Maybe special almost. night, so I mm. have a delicious um, hoppy drink that I can only drink one of before it goes very south. Yeah, on the tummy. Um, literally. Right. Um, and this is a, a golden lager from the good people of Jack's Abbey. Oh, very nice. Yes. Birmingham. Left at my house. Framing yeah, Framingham's own. Jack's Very good. Yep. All right, Ron. The next award is the Breaking Bad Award. That goes to the best TV show of the year. This is Ooh. the most loaded category of all of them. We have a ton of awards to hand out. We've been saying it off and on all year that I can't recall a year of television that was so good and like in a, in a wide variety of shows that were all five five and a half or six out of six stone shows it was loaded i, I can't so the whole time i was look thinking of my nominees yeah i was like i i this was the one i spent the most time on to not get yelled at because i in my head i'm like <laughs> if i didn't nominate something I know. you were gonna be like how the fuck could you not nominate this i'm like this year it's very hard I think Very there's a good chance that we have six really strong nominees that they're people's favorite shows from the year that we didn't put on there just because it was mm -hmm. so good. And one show. So what I did was I made an executive decision because mm -hmm. you had mentioned or you, you'd given me a question mark on Yellow Jackets. Yes. Which I say is not a 2022 show. It went into it. Yep. But the majority of the episodes came out in 21. And I think like three episodes came out in 22. And I so think that, you and I watched all of it in 22. Yes, we did. Yeah. But I would say, I like those show. I hate when a show comes out now because it's like, all right, what year yeah. do you, does it go to? Because you got to do best ofs. And right. so, yeah, Yellow Jackets is a 21 show. So these are the six. And then later this week, I'm going to tweet out both Davey and I's individual top 10 for both movies and TV shows. I figure for movies, let's wait until Glass Onion comes out because that yes. might get in the top 10 may not all right so the best tv show uh of the year six nominees are andor the bear better call saul the sandman severance and stranger things i'm only going to say this once this episode what a crop wow what a crop is right what a crop like you could go another six deep easy with uh like peacemaker barry House of the Dragon. The boys. Like, yeah. none of them are in here. Ozark. Like, people love Ozark. Yeah, like, none of them. Like, those, are, those are good. Those are good shows. Yeah. So, Andor the Bear, Better Call Saul, The Sandman, Severance, and Stranger Things. Every one of these, with the exception of The Bear, because we were both a little bit late to that, we did a standalone on, so you can go back in the archives and check it out. I, I'm torn on this. I could really be swayed anyway. My vote is for Better Call Saul. I am also torn. Um, the show I think I enjoyed the most um, is The Bear. I Ooh. really like The Bear, and I'm really excited to see um, what where that show goes now that the the whole I don't know if it's spoiling the ending, but like there's this new restaurant that's going to be made, and um, 
all winners. <laughs> you have all won. You're all taking home a dorky. No, there can only be one. No. And so the one, I mean, because it's the, because it wrapped and because it did. Yeah. It had some of the best writing. I, it's got to go to Saul because it, okay. it ended. It yeah. was a perfect ending to that show. We did a whole standalone on it. I think we both gave it six. I gave it a six. You gave it a five. Uh, yeah, and a half. I think so. I think it was six. Um, Saul was, it's a perfect show. It mm. is absolutely a perfect show. So it's got to go to, that's my final answer for a better call Saul. We should have like a little music when we're reading the when we're reading the uh, the nominees. I know it should I should be honestly, like a little song or like a draw like a drum roll. Um, believe it or now, not, had, believe it or not, I've had a lot going on lately. I you had, yeah, it's been a lot roller coaster. I'm sure. Um, now this is I will hang on this for one more second. If you were to argue another show in this category, I would not argue with you. If you told me that Andor oh. or Severance or The Sandman, which is fucking incredible, any of those shows, they're incredible. You're absolutely right. I think Just, any one of these, and then, like I said, you could probably go like our, both of our top tens will be a, a good list, and, and yes. the, you can make a case for all of them. The one thing I would say we should have added this again in hindsight is Ooh. the best single episode probably goes to the bear in yes. that one shot the, episode. The, single the one shot, yeah, that was the single greatest episode. And there's oh, the other thing, uh, Atlanta. We didn't even mention Atlanta, but they had two seasons this year. Mm -hmm. One was not good. People probably didn't watch the last one because of it. But season four of Atlanta, you could make a case should have even been nominated was that good. So, But I think, again, I think the edge to Saul is because it was the series finale yeah. this year, not just the season. So I agree. And they yeah. and they crushed it. All right, give us the next one, Ryan. So the Nora Durst Award for the best TV character of the year. Again, wagon. The nominees are Eddie Munson. From Stranger Things. Real dark horse here. Mm -hmm. Morpheus, Lord Morpheus from The Sandman. Peacemaker from Peacemaker. Saul Goodman from Better Call Saul. Vigilante from Peacemaker. He's great. And Kim Wexler for Better Call Saul. Oh, man. Yes. That is pretty loaded. And with the exception of... Saul and Kim, it's the first time we saw any of these characters, right? I mean, Peacemaker right. was in the movie, but it's the first time he saw him in the TV show. Vigilante was new for the show. Eddie, really difficult joining that Stranger Things cast, which everybody loves, and still being like a bright spot in the season. Morpheus was so good. I, we both loved the Sandman, and yes. he was he carried that show. So what it would have been another thing, too, the episode with him and the guy who lived forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. An I love that for one. Best single episode of the year. That would have been. I, we have to come up that with one. that. This is a tricky category because I'm sure tricky. we missed plenty of really good people. I mean, obviously we did. Um, For me, for you, dog, I'm going to say for a one and done character, we're never going to have to do this, say this name again, unfortunately. And the fact, and I know this to be true, he played the fucking guitar in Ooh. the fucking best scene, he actually played it. Yeah. I'm gonna go Eddie Munson here. You know what? I'm not gonna argue with you again. I probably could have been swayed for for anybody. I liked Vigilante. I thought I did he too. Was, he, fucking hilarious. He made me laugh so every funny. time. And sort of like the Deadpool routine, where it's like he's hilarious and then all like hyper violent, like yeah. just over the top violent. But so the other thing too, the other thing too that I really found fascinating is that like for a character who came into a show that already had three seasons and to steal every single scene he was in 
Yeah, it's wild. Everyone like that. That's unheard for such a for a show that's a tour de force that he yeah. owned that show that season. Because uh, Sadie Sink, I forget the name of her character. Max, amazing. Max, Max yep. is amazing in this in this season. Lucas was really good in this season. Yep. Uh, Dustin's always good. <coughs> Excuse me, but yeah. Let's go. Eddie Munson. Eddie Munson. Stranger Things winning the Nora Durst Award for the best TV character. All right. The Dexter Final Season Award, which goes to the most disappointing TV show of the year. The nominees are The Book of Bubba Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Pam and Tommy, Paper Girls, the Pentaveret, 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 mm-hmm. and the Righteous Gemstones season two. So you never, I'm guessing you never saw the Pentaveret. I, I, you know what? I never got. It was on Netflix. It was Mike Myers just yeah. playing a bunch of characters, and I figure like, okay, like if he's going to come back to doing this, like it's going to be okay. Yeah. Dog shit. Not good. Absolute no. dog shit. I but. my vote though. It's so a Righteous Gemstones. I like season one. Season two, I just didn't care for it. That's why no. I put it on the list. Boba Fett's another one of those tricky shows that came out in December and then kind of so it end like you saw it at the end of 21. I don't know if you count it as 21 or 22, but to me, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it's also it's most disappointing. It's not like straight out shittiest. It's just like we had such high expectations for Kenobi and I was pretty much let down. And I think the problem with Obi-Wan, I agree with you, first of all. And the reason why I think Obi-Wan takes this. Mm-hmm. Is they had so you think of like Boba Fett, like Boba. Fett, I can't, I'm saying like fucking you now. I'm turning it into you. <laughs> if you think of Boba Fett, like they kind of had to make up a story for that for that character, right? Uh-huh. But there, but for me, Obi Wan had so much to work with. Yeah, and they did none of it. Like if that show was just him planet hopping, right, and Vader chasing him, that's that's easy enough. Mm-hmm. But they this whole side thing with Leia and like this other shit, oh, like the Inquisitors you didn't need, weren't as you good didn't as they need that. You, you could use the Inquisitors, but like I feel like all that it's those the relationship between those two, and I yeah. feel like at the end they kind of the I think it was episode two or three where you finally got them face to face, and it was fucking awesome. Mm. And then that didn't happen until like the last episode. Mm. It was like it was kind of you had so much to work with, and you fucked it up. Yeah. So that's why to me this is the most again paper girls whatever pentagram yeah. righteous gemstones was always hit or miss for me pam and tommy i never saw so it wasn't good it's yeah. got to go to obi-wan <laughs> and might i add the book of boba fett even though he wasn't in the two best episodes had some fucking awesome shit in it the high the high marks were incredible incredibly high but I never needed to see what Bubba Fett would be like in local politics. I didn't need to see Bubba Fett as a mayor. I needed to see him as a bounty hunter, just killing right. people, kidnapping people, capturing stuff, going on heists. But just the adding of like even the 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 Jedi stuff with Luke and and um, Ahsoka were, was yeah. so good. Oh, it was awesome. Um, but also the addition of Cad Bane into the like, great. That was yeah. the, that to me. Forget Luke, forget Ahsoka. Like watching Cad Bane show up, Oof. you're like watching, and like all of a sudden you see them, you're like, oh, that was like an, <sighs> that was an all time Star Wars like holy shit moment. Honestly, he could have, he actually could have been uh, nominated for best TV character of the year. Oh shit! 
He really could have been. Let's have it back. <laughs> oh, we should do like we could do like a best cameo. Yeah. Yeah. He'd have to be up there. He was yeah. oh my god, was he was he great? All right, right. You got the next the next one is an absolute heavy hitter. This is a heavy hitter, and this one is again sneaky and all over the place. So this is the the Dark Knight Award for the best movie of the year. The nominees are The Banshees of Inna Sharon, Barbarian, The Batman, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Metal Lords, and Top Gun Maverick. Like, that's something for everybody there. It really is. And let me tell you right now, for preparation for this, even though I didn't, you know, load in, you know, music for playing us off Mm -hmm. and all that other stuff, I did watch everything, everywhere, all at once, and Top Gun Maverick. So I've seen all the nominees. I have also seen all the nominees. Um, I, and by the way, I think the Banshees of Inner Sharon, Barbarian, the Batman, I believe are all on HBO right now. Correct. Metal Lords is obviously on Netflix. And then the other ones, I think you can Top get. Top Gun Netflix. Maverick, I think is on Paramount Plus right now. No, not yet. I think just first Top Gun is. I bought it. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, So yeah. I have it. But um, uh, yeah, and I think I rented everything everywhere all at once. Um, all right, so for me, uh-huh. the Batman came out so long ago. And you know me, I usually get swept up into recency bias. But I still don't think anything knocked it off the top tier for me. See, for me, the the... I would put that second. Okay. And I think my favorite movie of the year is Everything Everywhere All at Once. And because it was so unique and it was so unlike anything else I had seen. Um, and it was really goddamn good. And Waymond, you'll hear from him later, but um, the guy who played Short Round and Data okay. from the Goonies unbelievable powerhouse oh he was great so, and before we before we, what did you think of top gun i liked it fine you liked it fine it's a little so, too much for you it's just yeah, it's no. just balls to the wall so 80s it's ball, action it's balls action it's loud yeah. as shit so like i didn't see it in the theater which was obviously would have been a miss but i did see it in my home theater which is pretty legit mm-hmm. so like i i feel like i got to at least experience like the sights and the sounds i was close big screen all that shit tom cruise still like tom cruise is the last movie star Tom yes. Cruise is a dude. Tom Cruise is that dude. Did you watch uh, the thing with the the behind the scenes with all the shit he made them do? No, I read. Oh my god! You got, oh my, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Miles Teller's like this guy's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. So the one thing that I would say with with Top Gun, it was a little at times heavy handed with the member berries and yeah, all of that stuff. Um, yeah, no, it was in like how they utilized um ice man in it was you know i think uh, probably as good as you could do yes considering the circumstances so no i like the movie i would have it sixth out of these six uh i fucking loved metal lords but i so i did this- too i did too but <laughs> i forgot that again that came out i forgot that that was this year yeah that was a while that was probably april maybe or somewhere in there so this is pretty Ah, oh, goddamn. So I asked the chat because yeah. this is one of those times where we need your help because it would be a tie, like a two-person podcast, a two-person poll. I have Batman one, everything, everywhere, all at once, two. Dave and I have it the other way around. Yep. So we literally, if we were scoring it, it would have the same number of points. And Jesus Christ, right? This looks pretty close, too. This looks we got close. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 
eight for everything everywhere all at once. We got like eh, less for Batman. So you know what? Everything everywhere all at once. Some late Batman votes, but I think we're late gonna Batman to- votes. They're coming in now. They're like, oh shit, Batman. <laughs> um, but uh, two I think this- of the precincts have reported, and we're, I have no problem with this. Like this, this movie's so good. And in a year where Multiverse of Madness came out. And yet this was the multiverse. This movie. is the multiverse. Movie. So and, much better. and it did it way better. And I think this, this will get golden globe and Oscar noms. Yep. It, it definitely has already gotten a bunch of globes. Um, yep. And I, I assume it'll, it'll see fit. So very well deserving uh, everything everywhere all at once. I'm curious to see where it goes on streaming and like, what's going to pick it up first for free. Probably HBO. But I would guess. I hope so. That'd be pretty yeah. good. So, Congratulations, well earned on the Dark Knight Award. It feels feels icky not giving the Dark Knight Award to the Batman. The Batman feels a little icky, but I I'm okay with it. Yeah, and, and again, it came out so long ago too. I wonder if that had a little bit of a role in it. And it, talk to me about your because you last time we spoke, you did not finish the Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah pretty good no it's i really good it's uh spoiler for my uh soon to be reported top 10 but it's definitely in my top 10 mm-hmm. it was it's such an interesting premise and without spoiling it because I, I recommend it davy obviously recommends it too uh it's like two guys they live on an island off of ireland so it's like a really small place in the 20s so not like right world- after world war one so the yeah. troubles as they call them in ireland are, are in full swing yeah the Irish the Irish. Yep. yeah right and it's two dudes that one day one friend's just like i'm not your friend anymore don't talk to me and the yeah. other dude's like what and then yeah. it's a whole relation like how like the trickle down effect of that it seems yeah. like very basic and actually it sounds like not even a movie but you're so intrigued by it and then some of the things that happen along the way like it's so well done and the acting's great it's colin farrell it's brennan gleason it's what's his name um uh is it barry he the guy Ke- from Keon. Uh, Keon. Keon. yeah um, and for me, like there, there were, I got choked up a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. was thought provoking and I, I laughed like I laughed, like legitimately laughed in two parts. Well, so you had mentioned last week on the episode that you are going or went through something similar to this. Yeah. Did yeah. that make you feel even weirder watching the movie? No, because I think the resolution to it at the end was like the way it had to be, you okay. know? All right. Yeah, without giving it away. Like the yeah, way no, that ended is like yeah. just like okay. that's the way it is. Yep. All right. On the other end of the spectrum, the fear.com award goes annually to the worst movie of the year. And your nominees are Choose or Die, Firestarter, Halloween Ends, Marmaduke, Morbius, and Windfall. My guess is nobody has seen any of these movies except for Halloween Ends and Morbius. The other oh my ones, God. definitely you can skip. Dude, so I watched Marmaduke with my kids because the cast, <laughs> the cast. Oh, yeah, one is of those. Re- so Pete Davidson is the voice of Marmaduke. So you How would think, miss? you would yeah. think that like he would just do this. Like, you know, the writing was probably like, I- I'm guessing like I- I'm going into this and I'm like, it looks a little weird, but it's probably like that kind of like Chippendale. Where it's oh, kind of like, yep. where it's kind of like, kind of adult humor, but not because Pete Davidson is obviously the voice of Marmaduke. Dude, this was the biggest pile of shit I have ever. <laughs> Pete Davidson probably worked for a day and a half, collected awesome. all that money. It's the worst animated movie I've seen in 20 <laughs> years. 
It makes no fucking sense. It is the most joyless, stupid movie I've ever seen in my life. When you have a five-year-old look at you and be like, this movie's bad. <laughs> yeah, right. like, like, that, like that was, to me, yeah. that's the, but no one's seen that. But I think in terms of just like, what the fuckness? Yeah. Okay. It's got to be Halloween ends, right? For me, it is. It has yeah. to be. It so I've seen, I last check, I think I've seen like 55 movies that came out this calendar year. Yeah. Worst one. Still worst like, one. Morbius, you can even like laugh at. Yeah, Morbius to me, and the you know me, I like vampires, and like there's sure. enough, there's enough in Morbius where it's bad, it's real bad, it's a terrible movie, right? But it's like, eh, all right, like I didn't, I didn't feel like I hated myself after watching it, or like why the, what the fuck did I do? Like we did, so we did a standalone on both episodes. Yeah. You can just go back and listen to those. Like Halloween Ends was just like comically bad, but not, but not but like not a even. Fun like, way. I didn't yeah, even think. Yeah, not in a fun way. Like Morbius was a was yeah. dog shit and just whatever. But all right, let's give it to the Fear.com Award, the worst movie of the year, Halloween ends. <laughs> all right, Rod, what do we got next? So next we have the Jordan Peele's Us Award for the most disappointing movie of the year. And oddly enough. He's in his own category. So here we have the nominees. Again, nope. Mm -hmm. So the Jordan Peele movie, nope. Black Adam, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Fantastic Beast, The Secrets of Dumbledore, Halloween Ends, and Morbius. Okay. So, all right, again, most disappointing. Yes. You get a sort of like, so the worst movie we already know is Halloween Ends. But because Halloween Kills wasn't great, I feel like it can't be the most can't disappointing. Can't it's, not most, it's not the most disappointing. No. I think the most disappointing for me, and I think, again, given the circumstances around the movie, it's one of two. It's, so it's either Black Adam or Doctor Strange. Yeah. And I think where you had, the, the way Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was pitched to us, was that it was a Marvel horror movie. We saw Werewolf by Night that, like, you can do a Marvel horror movie. Like, it can be done successfully. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. This was not. And the fact that you had a horror veteran in Sam Raimi directing it, he went full fucking Evil Dead 2 on it. Like, it was goofy. Like, the music notes fight. Mm, didn't care for the, it. The zombies and, like, the, the weird panning camera <laughs> shit that he does. Like, to me... I never had really much hope for Black Adam because it's kind of a bullshit character. So, like, I didn't think... I didn't go into it thinking that this is going to be a pivotal movie for the DCEU. I did think that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness would have more consequences to it in terms of, like, Quantumania, in terms of, like, what's going to come down in Phase 4. But, like, it didn't really do anything. All right. Great argument. I would, uh, and, and I'm not opposed to it yet. I would, I would make the case for Black Adam, insofar as we were talking about the Rock hyping this thing up for so long, and it felt for, like, yeah, the DC had been sort of like, like the Suicide Squad was great, but there wasn't a lot of great things. And you're like, oh, if they can add the Rock to this, like, oh my God, the Rock was made for superhero movies, mm -hmm. and he found a character that he loves. He keeps telling us that he's gonna change the hierarchy of the DCU 
he destroyed it. Like it's over. Like it's done. Nobody wants this character anymore. Nobody's asking for it. He has a cameo that leads to nothing. There's a nowhere Henry Cavill appearance. He's not even the best character in his own movie. No. And there's there's no real true tie-ins to the DC universe. So I think that was wildly disappointing. But I do think your point on Doctor Strange where this one, there really should have been no debate that this one was better than the first Doctor Strange. And the first Doctor Strange was better. And they didn't even have all of the characters that this one had and all of yeah. the storyline and all of the potential. So I don't hate this movie, but I'm with you. It probably is the most disappointing. I think I'd and sort of me, like, I think it. of it in terms of like big picture, like this, yeah. this matters in terms of a universe and how you introduce the multiverse. Well, they introduced it in Loki. Yeah. But you're really going to further that point. And then he just didn't do shit with it. Yeah. And the Bruce Campbell shit was so stupid. Well, that's it. So like, stupid. You and me, we like Sam Raimi and we like Marvel, but I don't like them together. And I'm not, and again, so that this is most disappointing. So yeah. in my head, it's, it's not bad, but it should have been way better. Uh, that's a good point. Way better. Yeah. yeah, you put it that way. All right, most disappointing movie of the year, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> Next one up. This one's a sneaky competitive category as well. The Scream Award which goes annually to the best horror movie of the year. And the nominees are Barbarian, The Black Phone, Hellraiser, Scream, Smile, and X. And there was another handful that I don't think were bad, too. Like, th this year, it might have gone almost 10 deep with horror movies that were pretty yeah. good. So these are six good ones. We did a standalone on Scream and Barbarian. And Black Phone? No, no, not Black Phone. Just Screaming Barbarian. Black Phone. We did talk about Black Phone, and we also, um, neither one of us have seen Terrifier 2 yet. So we, I haven't, True. right? So no, I'm not. That, it's hard to nominate something you haven't seen. Yeah. Um, right. Maybe we'll hang on to that one. That, for, that could be good. Yeah. I also really liked Orphan First Kill. That was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. That just mm -hmm. missed out. Uh, to me, it's Barbarian. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I think, it, for me, it was... Almost a three-way tie between Barbarian, Black Phone, and X. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I thought Barbarian was such a cool idea. And I, I honestly believe that this isn't the last we've seen of this universe. I think yeah. there, if there is a sequel coming, um, my guess is throughout that whole town in, uh, well, that suburb of Detroit or whatever, that there's just tunnels everywhere. Yeah. Because they remember they said like oh everyone's leaving the neighborhood so he's got all these houses that he can kind of get to with that yeah. guy who's mm -hmm. you know the guy um, so there's other the shit guy. down there yeah I know I know the guy so um, yeah I mean barbarian was such it, I thought it was gonna be one thing and then it yeah. turned into something completely different and it was a welcome and I mean that in a good way like that was a super good um, surprise yeah I'm glad I didn't know a lot going in I just knew sort of the premise of Oh, a girl shows up to a B, uh, uh, a B and B. No, what is it called? Yeah, Airbnb. Airbnb. Shows up to an Airbnb, and there's a dude there, and he's like, "No, I'm booked." He's like, "No, I booked it." And he's like, "Well, you can come inside." And you're like, "Don't fucking go inside." Like that's kind of that's all but I that, knew. And right from the start, yeah. it was super tense. Like yeah, right from the start. Yeah. So it, you know you're watching a horror movie, so you know some shit's yeah. gonna jump off. You just don't know what. So that was um that was awesome. 
I did like the Scream requel a lot. Again, you go back to our, our episode on that. I really enjoyed it. I thought I thought they did a really good job with it. Uh, Smile was pretty fucking creepy too. That was good. Mm-hmm. And then X uh, was a it was a surprise. That was a, that was a good one too. But Barbarian, Hell, yeah, yeah. I was and you didn't see Hellraiser, did you? I actually did. I yeah. It, you know what? I didn't love it as much as some of the other no like, uh, requels or whatever. You but it was way better than it had any business being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with uh, yeah. I forget the name of the um, what they call those demon things, but the uh, Cerebites or what is it? Something. It's just something like yeah, but they're not like I. I always want to say Xenomorph, but I know that's alien. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, All right, but so the winner for the Scream Award is Barbarian. <laughs> All righty, uh, this next one, Rye, you got to explain because. Uh, the uh couple of these i wasn't sure but i'll take your word for it but the, go ahead the the best comedy the anchorman award yeah not that well i'm just curious that you would classify them as comedies but okay. I, in this day and age i think you kind of have to do that because there are no true comedies anymore so go ahead okay so we have the anchorman award best comedy of the year the nominees are the banshees of inna sharon bullet train chippendales rescue rangers jackass forever metal lords and the unbearable weight of massive talent my one question, yes. My one question is the Banshees of Inner Sharon. I guess it could. I was just surprised that because I love the movie and there were parts that made me laugh, but I don't know if I considered it a comedy. I think it's a, it's a, like a, it's not quite like a black comedy, but I don't know what oh, else I would call it. It's not really a drama. It's not really. Yeah, like what is it? What is it? And to me, yeah. if you're gonna pigeonhole it like that, I Cenobites. Thank you. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's fine. I, that's the only thing I would call it. Is it? Is it? But um, looking at this list, so the other one, that the unbearable weight of massive talent, that movie is like situation. It's not like slapstick funny, but situationally, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. That the premise of the movie is that Nicolas Cage gets invited to this billionaire's birthday party, okay. as like celebrities do. The guy loves Nicolas Cage. Like he has like this whole thing in his basement. Played by, um, yes, The Rock. No, the guy who's the billionaire is played by um, Pedro Pascal. Oh, nice. So um, those two together, and he's got like this whole Nicolas Cage shrine. He's got the two guns from Face Off, like in his house, you know, like all that shit. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so he invites him to his like birthday party, basically. Um, and he winds up being like a drug lord and there's like the CIA recruits Nicolas Cage. And then he starts to think that he's like a CIA agent. Got it. Um, it's so self-aware and so ridiculous. It, it's, it's so funny. Um, okay. And so that's why I would consider that a comedy. Yeah. I'll go. I haven't um, seen it yet. You, you will love it. Okay. Um, and that to that end, there's a lot of funny shit here, but um, that is my pick for best comedy of the year. Unbearable way to massive talent. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh so I haven't seen it, so it's hard for me. I can't really argue against it. Jackass Forever. I think I probably laughed the most out of the. Mm. So I've seen five of the six in this category, and I laughed the most at that one. But if you want to go with unbearable weight, I will. No, you know what? I think. Oh. oh. I do want to go with that, but let's let's give it to the chat. Let's give it to the chat here. All right, so let us yeah hit us up in the chat. Fire fire away. We've already got a few jackass forevers in there. Uh, Jason says Metal Lords has to win something. Actually, there might be something Metal Lords will win coming up. Yes. So we don't have to give it to it here. 
Metal Lords was funny, but the fucking music just kicks ass. So it's more even the music. So it fucking is. that it is funny. We we should do the Crow Award for best movie soundtrack, and that would Ooh. whatever, whatever, or the Judgment yeah. Night Award. Because <laughs> that's a fucking killer soundtrack. Judgment too. Day was it Judgment Day or Night? Judgment Night with Schwarzenegger. No, that's Judgment Day. Judgment Night was the one with um. It had like rock bands with rappers. Oh, take a oh, that was also there was an album I had that was uh take a bite out of rhyme, and it was uh a mashup of the two. Just you gotta listen to the Judgment Night soundtrack. Emilio Estevez, Dennis Leary, I think we're in we're in it. Judgment it was a fucking Knight? weird movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a real yeah. But the crow the crow award for best movie soundtrack goes to Metal Lords. We'll give it to him right there. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on, dude. Let's see. Judgment Night soundtrack. What was the fucking movie? Oh, no. You know what I'm thinking of? End of Days. End of Days. That was another good soundtrack. Too. <laughs> the End of Days. Get ready. Get ready for this. The End of Days soundtrack had, let's see, Corn Everlast, Professional Murder Music, which I remember was a good song, uh, Limp Biscuit, Guns N' Roses, The Prodigy, Rob Zombie, Eminem, Power Man 5000, Sonic and Creed somehow. They snaked their way out of that one too, just like they did with Scream 3. Yeah, but the Judgment Night soundtrack. Yeah. um, This this was a doozy too. I should have pulled it up as right. First thing that pops up is that, yeah, uh, House of Pain and Helmet did a song. Living Color and Run DMC, Slayer and Ice-T, Cypress Hill, Sonic Youth, Onyx and Biohazard, De La Soul, Teenage Fan Club. And there was a song that had um, Dinosaur Jr. and Delve the Funky Homo Sapien, which is an absolute fucking banger. Wow. Yeah. So just, by the way, one of the greatest hip-hop names of all time, Delve the Funky Homo Sapien. But I... um, pretty good. Oh, by the way, take a bite out of rhyme. It wasn't a mashup, but what it was, was uh, hardcore bands doing real rap songs. Oh Jesus Christ! And it, it, damn right I owned it. And did, wasn't that the one that had um, Incubus doing "Still Not a Player"? Was that that one? You know what? That would have fit. It's it's not though. This is oh. the one that had Seven Dust doing "Going Back to Cali." Oh, it had yes. Stained and Fred Durst doing "Bring the Noise." It had uh, Bloodhound Gang doing "It's Tricky." Yeah. Dope did New Jack Hustler. I that was also that. one of yeah. their albums. So what? where are we now? We're in Best Comedy, right? Yeah, and the people have spoken in the chat, Ryan. The winner for the Anchorman Award for Best Comedy of the Year goes to Jackass Forever. Well-deserved. All right, that leads us to the Hoop Dreams Award, which goes annually to the Best Documentary of the Year. So it could be documentary film, documentary series, whatever. The nominees are Bad Vegan. I am a stalker, Tony Hawk until the wheels fall off, untold the girlfriend that didn't exist. It's the Manti Teo story. Yes. Unrivaled the 30 for 30 on the Red Wings avalanche rivalry and worst roommate ever. I got to go. We did a standalone on Tony Hawk. I got to go with Tony Hawk. I and again. Seeing the old skate footage is cool. Talking about skateboarding, as we said in the episode, like I can do that for mm-hmm. days like i'll talk mm-hmm. to you about skateboarding videos and like 90s 2000 skateboarders forever mm-hmm. um 
but just to see like how, so they did kind of like a deep dive into that. And then just the shit that it was going on now where you're just like, the guy can't stop. Like literally like until the wheels fall off and I'll listen to Rodney Mullen talk forever. He's anything. Incredible. Yeah. You know, and his, how he ends that movie. Um, what he says is remarkable. Um, that's so goddamn. It, it, that's a that's kind of an easy one for us. Yeah, that one has to be. And you know, it's funny. I've been listening a lot to the uh, David Spade Dana Carvey podcast, uh, mm-hmm. Fly on the Wall, where they talk about like you know SNL and stuff. But early on, one of the first movies David Spade did was Police Academy Two, or was it like two or four? No, he was four. He was Citizens four. on Patrol, where they actually um, that they were in it. Yeah. So David yeah. Spade was like a skate skater kid and one of his his stunt double was tony hawk and he's like the whole bones brigade was in that movie and so spade could also skate skate a little bit like yeah. he's one of these actors who can skateboard and he's like oh yeah he's like all these guys were were in it it's like pretty hilarious and he like knows who all of them are i'm like eh, pretty good yeah i remember that that was yeah and uh but if cool. you haven't seen my one pitch though if you haven't seen unrivaled the red wings avalanche 30 yeah. for 30 holy shit is that good like it's very rare that i remember because the avalanche were the nordiques they go into it a little bit but to see a sports rivalry start Mm. and i remember like watching those games that was like must i whatever espn2 was doing at the time they would fucking stop and go to a regular season red wings avalanche game because it was going to be an absolute fucking bloodbath every single time Dude, I remember that too. Because it was that we were in high school, right? Yeah. What happened? Mm-hmm. So I remember the same thing where I'm like, all right, Ad, I, you know, watched a lot of Bruins games, but like out of market NHL games, I'm yeah. like, I don't have time for that. But anytime it was Avalanche Red Wings, you're like, you have to see this because like somebody's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> so Some like, two people almost fucking did. Yeah. yeah. And so. the, uh, the Manti Teo story, I felt bad for Manti Teo. And you know me, Ryan, I don't feel bad for many people, but I ended up feeling bad. Manti Teo in that. That was pretty yeah. intense. But yeah. Hoop Dreams Award deservedly goes to Tony Hawk until the wheels fall off. All right, what do we have next? So what we have next is the Darth Vader Award, the best character in a movie of the year, which is a bit of a mouthful, but here we go. <laughs> and one, one, my favorite, so I added this one in. I know you didn't vote for this, but Jenny the Donkey from the Banshee of Inishare, whenever that little miniature donkey was on the on screen, electric. <laughs> <laughs> just an absolute powerhouse performance by Jenny the donkey. A, a house donkey that would just normally just, just come in the house with a little bell. Kind of almost kind of almost made you want to have a donkey. A little bit that big. Not not like, a real full-size donkey, but a little tiny one. No, a little, um, little, little guy. And when when his sister's yelling at him, like no animals in the house, and he's like, Yeah, but like when I'm feeling bad, like that I want she wants company. Want- she just wants com- he says she just wants company. And you see like a head poke in the door. What do you need? Get the fuck. Yeah. Um, so Jenny the Donkey from Banshees of Inna Sharon. Uh Hunter from Metal Lords. Mm. That kid, uh, I don't want to get too into it, but like, yeah, come on. Like awesome. that, this is like his real first acting gig, too. Dude was awesome. He was unbelievable. Um, yeah. Namor from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh Naru from Praise. Naru, Naru, Naru. I think Naru, yeah. Naru, yeah, Naru the, the main girl from Prey. Edward Nigma slash the Riddler from The Batman. Ooh. And Wayman Wong, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I loved watching Wayman Wong on screen because for half the movie, I thought that they were just saying his name with an accent. I thought it was Raymond. It was not. His name was Wayman. It's Wayman. <laughs> yeah. 
He was um, he was awesome in that. To me, they all were. This this is this is loaded. These are loaded. really these are good characters. For me, for you, the very first when when thinking about this category, the very first name I put down was Paul Dano's name for the Riddler. Yeah, I thought that was incredibly well done. Um, a character that, like, given the time in which we live, is not out of the question. No, like that was pretty hair and fucking scary at some downright scary at some point. yeah it was some of the better horror stuff of the year was like the opening scene of the batman yeah and just other other anytime edward nigwa was on screen dude i loved hunter so much i feel like that movie might not have even been worth mentioning a second time if that kid wasn't good no it crushed it and he was awesome the girl in it was also awesome too and she would lose her yes shit. she was she great. was great but i will say that hunter one of the funniest actually probably the funniest moment of any movie this year was when he was yelling at the security yes. guard yeah it's hilarious oh dare and the guy just like nut taps him with a nightstick oh, and he yeah. just drops like a fucking bag of dirt he <laughs> so that was laugh out loud funny and then he was just he was so metal he was so fucking so good fucking metal. and, and the- skull fucker was the name of the band yeah skull fucker and they like was dead set on it and was just obsessed with metal music every and once the- in a while so the the laugh he does when they're in the car chase and he goes through they go through the alley the laugh that he that comes awesome. out of him is one of the funniest things i've ever heard i love this kid i love him so much fuck it let's give it to him all right hunter well deserved hunter from metal lords wins the darth vader award for the best character in a movie of the year All right, this next you're category- gonna you're gonna have to explain some shit here. I am. The next category yeah. is hilarious to me for a couple of reasons. And one, it's how I came up with my three and how Davey came up with his three. But we, of course, are talking about the Jennifer Love Hewitt and Ghost Whisperer Award, which is the Steal a Smooch of the Year Award. So any person, place, or thing that was in a uh, show or TV or a show or a movie from 2022 you can vote for. I had characters. Davey just straight up gave a list of three actresses. <laughs> Davey submitted Sydney Sweeney, Alexandra Daddario, Jennifer Holland. I said, okay, but my like, three, my no, three. hang on, hang on. All of those are legit. Of course they are, but there's yeah. no like character show movie. There's nothing. Okay, My- fine. I can do whatever, you know, Sydney Sweeney in whatever the fucker character's name Kay. is in uh uh what's what? that weird that HBO show Euphoria. Euphoria? Yeah. Alexander Daddario in the White Lotus, Jennifer Holland, Peacemaker. Boom. There you what, go. There's White the Lotus was White Lotus season one. Season one was, was that was this year? Season I two think so. came out. Uh, I think it was this year. I don't think so. I don't Whatever. think so. I went with uh Bobby Lane Parker from X. That was uh Britney Snow. Yep. Catwoman in the Batman, played by Zoe Kravitz, and Chili Healer from Bluey. Bluey's, Bluey's mom. mom. Steal a smooch if I could. Now, I don't think we've have we done characters or we've done real people in the past. Because this is throwing me a little bit. Well, we've always always been characters. Yeah. Now they are. I mean, like, I'll say Gamora 
played by Zoe Saldana in Guardians 2 or whatever. So like, it's not I, just real people. Well, have no, I been misunderstanding like, this the whole time? Yeah, it's not like a you know, just Google any person and say you want to make out with them. It's it's a character. Like is now oftentimes there's over the award is so you have Jennifer Love Hewitt in Ghost Whisperer, but wouldn't you also steal a smooch from Jennifer Love Hewitt and can't hardly wait? Yeah, but she wouldn't qualify because Can't Hardly Wait came out in 1998. Well, you, God damn it. We're <laughs> hot and cold again. We're hot and cold again. <laughs> it is. It's a semantics <laughs> argument. And that's the real problem. No, okay. I'm just saying, your, your people, with the exception of the uh, the Dario, unless she was not in anything, because Holland was in Peacemaker, so that counts. I would just say her character. Okay. It's the same idea. Like We don't know any of these fucking people, as far as I could say. No. But Bobby Lynn Parker, I thought was was great. Chili Healer, we discussed her on the podcast. This is season three of Bluey, which came out this year. She brings it. She's got a real way about her. Catwoman. There's a lot of good. The chat's silent at this point. They don't. <laughs> they don't like. Yeah, you just nominated like a, a wholesome cartoon character to steal a smooch from. I yeah, I nominated an animated dog, but you got to watch the show. She's got a nice way about her, as you yeah. as you would say. Her voice. Her mannerisms. <laughs> the MILF. Had <laughs> a killer bot on her. It's like, Jesus, man, relax. MILF. <laughs> MILF. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> oh, shit. Nice play. Derek, good one. Mon Mothma from ah, Andor. Too, too uppity. You don't like Mon Mothma? I don't like too uppity for me. Too high class for me. Christopher's all in on uh, Chili Healer. All right, relax. You said no. He said all in on the animation, which begs the question. Actually, I don't want to see. It. I was. Let me see your search history. I don't want to see it. Don't worry about it. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. it. Both of us just straightened our jackets at the same time for like. Okay, we're back. Yeah, I think we're on a real stalemate here. You know what? Since I'll I'll play your game and I will go with Selena Kyle. I will go with uh, Zoe Kravitz Catwoman. in the Batman. All right. Now, we get to the long Halloween award for the best comic book of the year. Um, I will read, as is my turn, I will read the nominees, and then we'll defer to you since I have read none of these. Okay. So here we go. So, uh, actually, I have read the first issue of first Trade of Philadelphia. So that's the first one. Philadelphia, King Spawn, Nightwing, Rogue Sun, Sacrament, and Vanish. So we outsource these to our buddies at the TLDR podcast, Dr. Joe and Fryer. And I have read the first two volumes, I think, of Philadelphia. Like the second and third, I believe, came out this year. So I'm a little bit behind on Philadelphia. I've also read most of Sacrament and Vanish, which are excellent. I'm going to give it to, I think you would like both of those, by the way. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go with Vanish, although I haven't read the ending of either yet. So that could obviously, that could be really swing it one way or the other. Sacrament was uh pretty good. Apparently, this Nightwing run has been awesome. Like it's just been really, really good. And I I'll tell you what, the Nightwing on Titans, the TV show, is pretty mm-hmm. good. He's a compelling character when went done well. If you like spawn, apparently this King Spawn thing is fucking badass. I'm gonna go with uh, Vanish for my winner, but really, I don't okay. think you can go wrong with any of these. And again, if you're into comic books. And you like seeing what's coming out weekly. You like seeing what's going on, uh, whether it's trades or 
all that stuff. And these guys talk about more than just Marvel and DC. They do all the indies and all that shit too. So let's go with uh, Vanish for the Long Halloween Best Comic Book of the Year. All right, this this next one is a uh, is the Jason Rossi Award, which goes to the worst take of the year. This is this week in horrible Rossi takes. All right, Ryan, I'm gonna here's a quote: Halloween Ends was a good enough scary movie. Shit from, from Jason Rossi. That's a shit take. For someone uh, who for yeah. someone who watches as much horror movies as he does, yeah, he's a horror movie guy. But you should know better. That's a dog shit. It's fucking not, dog shit. It wasn't scary. It wasn't. It was scary. not scary. At all. There was no point in that movie was I frightened. Here's yeah. another one. Uh, somebody said this year, uh, you don't need to brush your teeth before you go to the dentist. See, this this is one that I'm not. I always brush my teeth before I go to the dentist. Let's just say right because you have to. You have to at least. And like a week before, I I have a regiment that I use with my water pick. Um, a week it. before going to the dentist, but um, you got to at least pretend, right? But I would never go to the dentist having not brushed my teeth. That said, they know, they yeah. fucking know when you haven't yeah. like been flossing or yeah. yeah, they can tell. By um, the way, that was also a Rossi. That's yeah, that sucks. But that, that I was would, from yeah. the. Uh, uh, of course, Pop Culture Pile Driver podcast, Rossi, Billy D. They took a little hiatus and they came back recently, but those were both said on the Rossi podcast. Here's another one Dakota Johnson. And this is not Rossi, by the way. This is not Rossi. Yeah. Dakota Johnson is more famous than Sidney Sweeney. This was said by former producer of the canceled Gresham Keefe show, John Anderson, who is a fan of the Dork podcast. And is leaving the show because he doesn't want to uh, produce a show that I'm not on. So big ups to him. You can't make fun of him anymore. I absolutely uh, can. Well, you can make fun of this take for sure. Yeah. Because Sydney Sweeney is significantly more famous. She is on a rocket ship right now. And she is <laughs> yeah. going to be, I mean, she's going to be in Marvel movies. She's She is on a rocket ship right now. And, yeah, and there is. is, and Dakota Johnson, I feel like, was a bit of a flash in the pan. Yeah, she, literally for 15 minutes, and then you watch Fifty Shades of Grey for more than 15 minutes, and you're like, "I'm out. I can't." I don't want that. This. I don't want yeah. that. Now, also in the Jason Rossi Award uh, nominees, everything James Cameron has said about Avatar two to this. Well, point. you could also say everything he's ever said ever. True, this guy's a dick. Like this he guy seems like, like it. He's a dick, and I, I honestly believe that. This movie's going to get good reviews from critics just because of who he is. Yeah, and it's probably going to look awesome. I'm sure the movie's I'm fine. sure it looks great. Like, it's not one of He was like, it needs to be one of the top four highest grossing movies to even, um, to even make a profit. He's like, I've also thought about what Avatar 6 and 7 are going to be like. But then he like later came back and was saying, well, depending on how these two movies do, maybe we won't make a fifth one. And you're like, yeah, no shit. But then I was reading something. His first cut of this movie was nine hours long. Like, dude. And he made people watch it. Yeah. And then he also said, you can go rip a piss anytime during the movie. The guy, I go thought ahead. he said you couldn't. No, he said you could. He's like, yeah, go ahead. See, and I thought he, he said you couldn't. You'd have to see it again. No, so he, he said you could. Oh, okay. But he also said, he's like, 
people are complaining about a movie being three hours. He's like, all people do is like binge watch stuff on Netflix for like eight hours. You're like, dude, they're at their house. And you they can go, pause it. You can pause it. You can go use the facility. You can go eat a whole meal of food. You can come back. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody literally sits on the couch for 10 straight hours. I mean, maybe close, but yeah, you can some do. Yeah. Rip a piss. Yeah. No. Touch it. Whatever you want to do. I'm going to say this right now. The Dakota Johnson is more famous than Sydney Sweeney. I'm gonna, that's that's such a dog shit take. Okay. And I feel like there's part of me that every time John says something like this about an actress or just about women in general, he genuinely believes that they're listening to him. And want, like anytime he talks about Coldplay, anytime he talks about females or just actresses in general, like he genuinely believes that they'll hear it and like reach out to him. So I'm going to say that this is a, and it's the last time you write, the last time I get to, as it's the English would say, take the piss. You can't so, take the piss. What? All right, fine. We, we, you know what? At least he gets to take home a dorky. That's what I'm saying. He, we'll give him a dorky. Yeah. So All take right. the Congratulations, piss. John. I know this is yours, Rod, but we have visuals for this one. Okay, so we have visuals for this one. So this is the the Monkey Dick Award <laughs> for the greatest or most compelling should I have bought this of the year. All right. And, and the nominees are. Hit me. Forgive me. I did not, I did not um, write down who sent all these in, but I do. I have forgot this one was this year. This was early this year. This just fucking ugly troll looking thing. This ugly goblin yep. troll doll looking thing. And how much was this? Wasn't this like 60 bucks or something? It was, yeah, I think it, went, I mean, it qualified for the it thing. It was over yeah. $25. I would not have spent a, no. a, a, a buffalo nickel on this thing. <laughs> it's a little troll doll that looks like it looks like crusty, scabby skin and just it's this horrifying. thing and like a dick nose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Next. Oh, the Stormbreaker axe. Yeah. So this one, and again, axe. thing's big too. It's big. It's it's. What do you say? It's like five feet or something like that. Like this yeah. Well, look at he's got laying in the bed, head to toe here. It's like, um, to and this we asked about the weight, and I believe he was in the chat at the time. He's like, it's pretty heavy. It's heavy. Uh, it's not full tang. No, but it is a good buy, and it was That's like a under a nice hundred bucks, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You get a good deal on that. So there's Stormbreaker's a good one. Uh, let's see. I think we have. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this one is it's, oh my god it's a frame that says ottawa's finest and it was like four shitty ottawa senator cards <laughs> not one hall of fame not one hall of no. famer in the bunch and it has like all the ottawa senators jerseys on it and like two pins <laughs> and he paid like 200 bucks for this thing or some and shit because it was like all framed and mounted and everything like that sticks oh ottawa's finest uh oh we also john Snow oh yeah sword yeah and it also came with like a little plaque here not bad night's watch style not bad and what's this what's this one called oathbreaker no what's it yeah. um no uh the... fang something fang long fang something oh i forget i forget someone in the chat tell me what the what's the name of john, john Snow's sword we, we asked the same question before i think yeah, it's like oathbreaker. no that was um something else that was the one that Brienne of Tarth got. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, let's see what um, else we got. Oh, this one was very uh, polarizing. Long cloth. That's right. Yeah. Um, oh, long cloth. Thank you. Uh, this one was super polarizing because. <laughs> now, tell one, what, what is it? What is it? It is the Red Sox 
WWE style belt. Now yeah. the where this gets tricky is if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong. The person who bought this didn't actually buy it. His brother did, and he's paying his brother back in installments. That is 100% which, correct. Yeah. Which, yeah so this correct. technically, yeah. I don't know if this counts because you didn't buy it. But well, he did. Again, no, he did buy it. No, he I did. thought his brother bought it, and then well, he had no, to but, pay his but brother he, back. But, but the guy who physically paid the money is the one who sent it in. And oh, he said, I okay. bought it for my brother. And he's like, he is paying me back, but it was expensive as hell. We gave it a no. You gave it a no because it was it was astronomically expensive. But he says his brother stands by it, so that's really all that counts. <laughs> and then, it, yeah. And then now, finally, at the uh, end of this season, will you be sporting a Red Sox championship belt? Because holy shit, are they going to be bad? No, not not this season. Yeah. And then finally, Ryan, Richie Keefe <laughs> finally got himself a PlayStation Five, the most that's compelling right. thing. Yeah. And the, the God of War Ragnarok edition, which came with the digital download of the game, uh, uh, which is worth its weight in gold. Amazing. Um, now, the the category is most compelling. Yeah. I Now, compelling to me can mean several <laughs> things. Really the can. one that I'm interested, I need to know more about. And I don't know if we got the story. So my the most memorable one I think would be, um the the troll the go, yeah. little goblin. No, we did. We got a whole story on it. Remember, and he was like, he got it for his wife, and his like wife knew like the background of it. And it's like it actually brings like bad luck. It was like a whole thing. It was a whole thing, but it was like a troll doll. But it was like an yeah, like an old school troll doll. It, it's it's a fucking this thing's a mess. Yeah, I think in the chat, speaking up on this as well, we are going to go with the Dick Nose Troll. We're going to go Dick Nose Troll. <laughs> that even though even though I got an explanation, my first question is always just why. <laughs> yeah, like why? What are you, what are you doing? Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> all right the next one is the ice cold brew dogs award goes to the best brewery of the year the nominees are idle hands prison city treehouse and vitamin c and again of course the host of our uh, live shows gonna go with idle hands let's go with idle hands they right. win it every year give it to them <laughs> where's where's prison city is that walpole uh auburn new york oh okay okay auburn, new york all right auburn, what do you got what's next the serial award for the best podcast of the year the nominees are change my mind i've heard it both ways mac and goo the pop culture pile driver tldr and your boys hashtag dork We win. Fuck them kids. Congratulations to us again. Congratulations to us again. Fuck them kids. The Stone Cold Steve Austin Award, Ryan, goes annually to the best wrestler of the year. The nominees are Dax Harwood, who is one half of FTR. He had a bunch of singles matches this year and a bunch of tag matches. Uh, very good. Becky Lynch, MJF, Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, and Sami Zayn. So my vote, I know this doesn't count for much. I think this counts for like half a vote okay. because I don't really watch wrestling. 
but I think Bray Wyatt's fucking cool. And he didn't is. he make it kind of like a big comeback this back. year? Yeah. So I so think has, I yeah. yeah. I love Bray Wyatt. He's he's probably my favorite. Um, and he was out for a long time. Then he came back and he's been doing some cool character stuff. It's very cinematic what he does, but it's also been a shorter run in 2021. I think the real answer has got to be Sami Zayn. And so what I'll, I'll briefly explain it to you. People who watch wrestling know how good this guy is. He's an incredible, like, actual wrestler. He's the guy that had the match against all the jackass characters. Or, oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, carried it. And wrestling, like, carried it. Did everything. He is a part of the bloodline, which is Roman Reigns, the Usos, Solo Sokoa. So you have these, like, Samoan guys, this whole thing. He somehow got his way into there, and he's a straight-up comedy routine. Like, he makes those guys laugh when they're not supposed to, like, every single episode. You and know what he looks like? I, I've never seen this person before. He looks like a beefier version of Mike from Dave. You know, Dave, Dave's manager, his buddy, the yes. redhead? Yeah. He looks like yeah. a Long more jack version yeah. of him. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's this Canadian dude, and he puts on great matches when he has a chance but he is like laugh out loud funny. He's one of the most compelling things on television. So I think it has to go. So it's like, he's kind of like a Spike Dudley in that he's like the third. <laughs> better, but a better yeah. wrestler. Yeah, but like, so he's like, he's like the joke, like the, uh, of like all of this. And then everybody's waiting for him to like turn on them and like bring down the bloodline. Cause the blood, like Roman Reigns has been champ for like five years. And like the Usos have been tag champs forever. And then Sami Zayn's just like a part of it. And he's like, he's hilarious, but it works because he's not like some asshole wrestler. Like he's a mm -hmm. legit wrestler also, but yeah. we'll go give it to Sami Zayn. All right. What do we got? So we got the King of Kong episode award for the best hashtag dork episode of the year. Again, wagon. Yeah. So we oh. have episode 277, MacGruber TV series. Ooh. That was a good one. Yeah. I had to actually go back and look because I, I it's what so do we, we do? do 52 of these goddamn things, yep. right? Yep. So um 281, yellow jackets, 285, the Batman, 292, Tony Hawk until the wheels fall off, number 300, and then 311, Woodstock 99 with quad. Hmm. So the reason, real quick, why Yellow Jackets is included, it's yeah, is this episode still bad? It's it has to do with the connection. It has to be the connection because my shit's fine. So not only is the TV show good, and I thought it was a really good breakdown of said really good TV show, but that was the Davy Deep Dick episode. And what a legend! What has now become against my against everything I stand for has become a legendary episode <laughs> for us. Um, a landmark episode for hashtag dork. And again, I think what the killer part about it was, I was so fucking excited <laughs> to talk about yellow jackets and the whole thing was, and I'm sitting there and I'm talking about plot points and I'm talking about character development. I'm talking about episode by episode. And the whole time, if you watched it on YouTube, Rich just kept laughing the entire time. And I'm so like good. trying to make a point. And I was getting so frustrated because I couldn't fix it. And I couldn't hear it. No. So it was like, <laughs> it was just like. Yeah. And I love that. I love the name Drop D. Yeah. Like Drop D Davey because it's, it's a guitar thing and, you know, it's whatever. But um, that's, I mean, that's got to be it. 
That's got to be it for sure. Yeah, we're going to give it to the Yellow Jackets, a.k.a. Davey Deep Dick, a.k.a. Drop, Drop D. D. <laughs> so, and way, I will say, and it's way, very difficult. Yeah, so it's very difficult at this point, too. I will say, on her behalf, so I talked to Quad a couple times like after the episode, just like on Instagram, yeah. like whatever. What a lovely person she is, too. That's great. She's great. Yeah, she went to college with me. She's good friends with my wife. Yeah, she's fantastic. So (laughs) I talked to somebody not that long ago who said uh, the Deep Dick episode was the second episode he ever listened to, and he was hooked immediately. He was like, he's like, I'm listening to your podcast now. I'm like, oh, awesome. Thanks. He's like, the deep, the Davy deep, the deep voice. He's like, it got me. And I'm like, all right, I go, you know what? Maybe we'll bring it back on a rainy day. <laughs> there is. So we do know now we do know how to get it back and yeah. how to get rid of it. So yeah. there could be, you know, that'll a big market tease. There could be a day where we just yeah. decide not to fix it. Well, because real quick peek behind the curtain, we usually both log in at like eight 44 yep. and then Davey's like, what's up? I go, what's up? And then we hit play. And like the one day he goes, what's up? And I was like, hmm. I'm like, sounds a little weird, but ah, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. It had never happened before. It had, oh. And it, again, it hasn't happened since um, because we know how to fix it now. Well, but, now, yeah. But like now I like, we, you always start, you're like, how do I like, am I good? And am I'm like, am I good? You're like, no, you're deep dicking. Deep you're deep dicking. Deep dicking. Yeah. And then quick switch. And then we, there we go. Yeah. All right, two awards left here. Uh, you can't watch everything award. The thing that you missed this year, and again, it's a little bit split. So some of these things I have seen, and mm-hmm. Davey hasn't, and vice versa. Uh, but Avatar two, with all the discussion, just recently Has came that out. Come out? It just recently it's came out. out, right? Yeah, it just yeah. recently came out. But I'm well, saying that's not fair. It came out like this fucking week. I just put it on the right. goddamn list. Yeah, just scream at me. Uh, <laughs> Blackbird, which Davey has not seen. I, I have, have not seen. seen. Yeah, you put Black Panther on the list. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't had time. We did a whole episode on it. I was it was goo. It wasn't me. Oh my god! Oh, you're it was right. Goo. Yeah. Because <laughs> you. By said- the way, I almost nominated that episode for episode of the year. The one I wasn't oh, hilarious. on. Yeah. <laughs> when you wrote Black Panther, I'm like, dude. I'm like, did he do a whole episode? Did he talk about a movie for an hour he didn't see? I forgot all about it. I, yeah, by the way, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you which one it was, but I have done that before. Uh, you know what? I could probably figure it out. You could probably figure it out, but yeah. there was there was oh, that's great <laughs> one episode where I hadn't and I didn't tell any I didn't even tell you um, uh, where I hadn't seen the movie and I I did it. Uh let me I'll think about it and I'll get back to you. Yep. Uh so Pearl. So Pearl, this was yeah. X was X was so good. Davey and I both liked X, right. and then they immediately like came out with a prequel movie called Pearl, which I've heard is also good. But I, I, I believe it. didn't they film it at the same time? They just they split have. it into two movies. Yeah, they must have. It came out so quick. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog two, and We Own This City, which is a show I did see, but Davy has not seen. So yeah. uh, I think it's gonna go to Pearl. Yeah, Pearl. I agree. <laughs> By the way, Sonic two was good. Okay, it was, it was good. Um, but I looking at that list, other than Black Panther, like Pearl was the only thing that I really wanted to see and just didn't have time. Yeah, I agree. I, I gotta yeah. see, especially as a horror guy, like that one's supposed to be good. I gotta see it. So all right, right the last uh the last award of the night. Uh the Captain Marvel Award for the most anticipated movie of next year. So this coming calendar year, and again, 
this is so hard because the movie draft has become almost fucking impossible because everything's getting moved around. Everything gets pushed back. Like COVID fucked everything up. Um, so what we have scheduled to come out this year are Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania, Evil Dead Rise, which is going to be fucking awesome. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, John Wick Chapter 4, Scream 6, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Ooh, boy. That's a lot of heavyweights right there. That's a pretty good crop right there. Uh, and there's a bunch of other ones, too, that we had to get help. Uh, you know, obviously not on this list. A few other horror movies. There's a few other comic book movies. Um, Man. You know so, what? Yeah, where do, where do you lead? Where I lead, and again, I like endings, right? So it has to be James Gunn's final turn in the Marvel Universe and these characters' final oh. turn. It's kind of got to be Guardians, right? Can you think of a better... If this movie's good, can you think of a better trilogy in the MCU? Um, Because all of these are fucking bangers. No, probably not. Like, just straight trilogy. I mean, because Captain America 1 was kind of eh, but then right. Winter Soldier Civil War is fucking pretty great. Right. Uh, Yeah, no, this would be great. Because the first one's my favorite, and the second uh -huh. one I thought was fine. I thought the second one was good. It's better than most. Yeah, no, two's fine. Two's good. Mm -hmm. Ant but Ant-Man, you're getting Kang, and Kang was fucking awesome. And, and, this, is, and this is going to set... Uh, what I thought yeah. Doctor Strange was going to do, maybe they held it back because they want Ant Man, which I, yeah. I don't really like that character. I love Paul Rudd. Hmm. See, that I like character. Is, yeah, you know, but so you want to go Guardians? Uh, it's either Ant Man or Guardians for me. Uh, Ant Man's five. Uh, Kang, you know, you're getting a better villain in Ant Man. Oh hell yeah, you're getting you know, a you know, much like, better. But you get Adam Warlock. You are getting Warlock and Rocket with the little otter thing. Mm -hmm. You're getting what an otter. You're getting an otter in Guardians. We don't even know that otter's name. No, oh, it's going to have some cute name, though, I bet. Oh, absolutely. Some really cute name. Pistol. We call him something cool. All right, you guys in the chat want to break the tie between Ant-Man and Guardians. Um, trying to think what else we're getting. Yeah, I am not. I am not. Someone says we are sleeping on Spider-Verse. I am absolutely not. Spider-Verse going to be great. Thank you very Spider -verse, much. Yeah, Spider-Verse should be... Uh, um, I am a little worried, though, that watching that trailer, it's going to be a lot. Like, that's a lot. There's a lot of Spider-Men there. I went through, like like everybody did, every website that like cata like cataloged every single Spider-Man variant that has been in there. But we've seen that before. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do we got? James Gunn's Guardians last movie, the MCU, Earth. probably. Yeah, all right. Yeah, people are going with Guardians. So let's go. The most anticipated movie of next year is Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. <laughs> Here's why I think this makes sense, right? Because we kind of know where Quantum Mania is going. We kind of know that like Kang's going to be involved and this is going to kick off kind of like Secret Wars. Mm -hmm. But you have no idea what's going to happen in Guardians 3. Yeah. That's for you know? So I, that's why I'm like, the anticipation is building because like I and I've seen like a trailer and a half of this. Yeah. I don't want to see anything else. No, I'm like, good. Don't show me anything else. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm ready to rock on this. 
There you go. There are the the 2022 Dork Awards, the Dorkies. Let us know what you guys thought. Uh, you can email us anytime, dorkpodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter and Instagram, at dorkpodcast. Any final thoughts on the Dorkies, Ry? Um, I will say, you know, in the video game realm, which is kind of my my thing, like kind of a letdown year. Um, I think TV was awesome this yeah, year. It was the best. Um, TV was, in terms of all the media we consume, I think TV by far yeah. was leaps and bounds ahead of anything else. There was a lot of bullshit out there in terms of movies and video games. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would say huge year for TV. And I'm glad that was the hardest part about this this year. Yeah, just basing it strictly on our dork scores, there was way more five-plus TV shows than five-plus mm-hmm movies and think about this so we went through this entire thing an hour almost an hour and a half and we didn't mention barry once i think we mentioned it once and like, you we could throw it in there yeah but like, yeah, but like no no characters no uh-huh. episodes know. just like yeah and it was a good season too it, it was, was a great season really good season all right so next week i think we'll be back same time at least for now and uh probably glass onion want to break that puppy or we down? can do avatar probably glass onion is what we're gonna end up doing <laughs> James Cameron. Let's put that print that on a t-shirt too. We both do Avatar. Neither one of us have seen it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's when the blue guy slapped the other blue guy. And then they took a little they were shooting bows and arrows, but the other guys were using guns. (laughs) Great. Not fair. Yeah. All right, well they're bigger and their bones are made of carbon or some shit. I don't know. Don't swear. Oh my god. What game show have you ever seen that had swearing in it? Most anticipated TV show of 2023. That should be a contest. And I would say, I think you should leave season three, but The Last of Us, pretty close. Yeah, but I think you should leave season. That's going to be a standalone episode, oh, and I cannot God. wait for it. That might be the most anticipated dork episode. Oh, good one. Of the two, yeah. 2023 year. No doubt. No yeah. doubt. I think you should oh, leave That's going to be a category. Most anticipated dork episode. Yes. 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 Fuck yeah. 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 You know what? Next year we'll do a better job. I promise. The seventh annual ones we'll have music. We'll have we'll finally figure it out. New awards. We'll have the whole thing figured out. But that'll do it for us. Uh check us out wherever you can. Subscribe on YouTube as well. And uh we'll let you know what the future of hashtag dork is as far as scheduling and all that stuff. But uh fear not, we will still continue to make the podcast. Thanks everybody for listening. And Ra, you don't give a shit about anything, do you? What'd you say? I said you don't give a shit about anything, do you? Not really.